Hey there, Story Pirates podcast listeners. It's Lee. You know, Lee. From the Story Pirates? Story Pirate Lee? Well, anyway, today's show is a little kooky. We've got fish scouts, human skills, magical vegetables, emo ghosts in the Big Apple, and two, count them, two references to Free Willy. All that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Good morning, Fish Scout campers of Troop 2648. Good morning, Troop Leader Rash. <laughs> How are all my little fishies doing? Ready for another fun morning under the sea. Terrific. Now, as I'm sure you know, today is a very exciting and challenging day. You've all worked hard for your seaweed badges, your swimming badges, your shrimp badges. But there are certain highly complex, mostly useless skills that every fish should have in their arsenal. That's right. We are finally going to be working on earning our human skills badges. Before we start, I just want to warn you all that these are some of the most difficult badges to earn. Most fish never see an actual human in real life, so we've got very limited knowledge of how to actually do the kinds of things the badge requires. Even still, many fish scouts have tried, and only a few have succeeded at earning the human skill badge and meeting a human. Flipper, free willy, 
and that guy from The Shape of Water. I've never even gotten my human skill badge, but I have gotten close over 26 times. Anyway, that's besides the point, because the first rule of Fish Scouts is... Fish Scouts are more important than Fish Scout fails! Yes, it is! So, if you don't earn the human badge today, you probably won't, then that's okay, because what's important is that we're learning new things, we're making new friends, and we're having fun! Is that clear, Fish Scouts? Yeah! <laughs> um, Mr. Troop Leader, sir, I think I heard some noises coming from that kelp over there. Oh, I'm sure it's just the sound of the current. Ah! Fish Scouts, take cover behind the tent. Keep quiet. Are you sure this is the right way to go? It's really dark out here in this kelp forest. I can't see very far in front of me. Yes, I'm sure. We're supposed to make a right at the kelp, and then a left at the kelp, and then a right at the kelp. No. It can't be. Rachel, it's just that I'm having a hard time moving more than five feet in front of me without getting stuck or trip. Whoa! Ow! I think I just fell on a tent, and I can see a bunch of wild... Humans! Fish! Ah! I just like writing stories. That's a good line. Work hard, and never give up on your story. And then I might get a little more confident. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. Uh, guys? There are a bunch of fish staring at us. Sorry, we're being rude. Uh, hello? Can you understand me? Yes, we can. Our suits translate human to fish and vice versa. Wow! Well, isn't that something? Welcome, humans, to the Fish Scouts. I'm sorry, did you say Fish Scouts? As in the number one rule is Fish Scout fun is more important than Fish Scout fails? You know of us? Of course! I was actually the reason that Free Willy got his human badge so quickly. And I got my fish skill badge in return, see? Wow! Listen, I don't know if y'all are busy right now and for the next couple of hours, but it's actually human skill badge day today. And if it, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, I would just love if y'all could stay and teach me a top my scouts some human skills. Ooh, I don't know. We're so busy and we're just gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course. Yeah. 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 But we've got to do a story first. <laughs> and here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name's Zeke. I'm eight years old and I live in Virginia. This is my story, The Beautiful Potato. Good morning, Gerald the Blacksmith. And a good morning to you, fellow townsperson. Oh, fiddlesticks. It looks as though your blacksmith shop is completely out of space. Yes, townsperson, you have identified my problem most precisely. But I know not what to do. If only there was some magical, perhaps even beautiful being that could solve all our town's problems. But Gerald, our town has such a being. Huh? <gasps> yes, of course! How could I have forgotten about... The, the Beautiful, beautiful potato. potato! 
Did someone say beautiful potato? Yes, we did. Oh, beautiful potato. I need a bigger workspace. Can you help me? Of course I can. Not only am I a ten-foot-tall potato, but I'm also very magical. And very beautiful. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, yes. come on. Yes, yes. Well, Exquisite. Thank you. Now stand back. It's time for some potato magic. The beautiful potato uses magic all day long Helping townspeople solve their problems while they sing this song Hey! Whoa! Now my shop is three times as big as it was before! How can I ever repay you? No need, blacksmith! For when I first came to this town, I swore an oath to be its sole vegetable protector! Oh, fun! So you want to hang out, or, um... No time for friends! I must be off! <laughs> Wow, abrupt exit. Goodbye, potato! Beautiful potato! There, the final brick on this wall is complete. Great job to me, Sophia the Mason. Now, to get down. Whoa, that's a long way down. Well, it's like I always say, the safest way off of a wall is straight down. Or was it the quickest? Whoa! Ow! Okay, that was definitely not the safest. <gasps> What's that? Is it the beautiful potato? Did someone say beautiful potato? Yes, I did. <laughs> Sophia the Mason, how can I be of service? First of all, can I just say that you are a very beautiful potato? Oh, thank you. And also, it seems I've broken my left leg. Is there anything you can do about it? <laughs> of course. I'll just use my potato magic. Once again, the potato uses magic all day long, helping townspeople solve their problems while they sing this song. Hey! Wow, my leg is fixed. How can I ever thank you? You'll never need to. Tis my great honor to protect this town. For as the decree says, I am the only magical vegetable even allowed to enter the town. Really? I had no idea. Please, go on. I'd love to get to know you better. No time. I must be off. <laughs> wow, abrupt exit. Goodbye, potato! Beautiful potato! Ah, another day being me, Terry, the library. And what a busy week it's been. So busy, in fact, that every single book is checked out. Lucky they're all due today, so the return bin should be very full. I'll just take a look and... Empty? No one has returned their library books. Whoever will help me! Did someone say beautiful potato? No, but I could use your help. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Force of habit, you know. <laughs> totally, totally cool. And how can I help you, Terry the Library N? All the books are overdue. Can you help me get them back? I can do anything. Come with me to the town square. Ooh, a scene change. Beautiful potato! Here we are in the center of town. And I see you've hitched yourself up to a wagon. Yes, I shall now roll through town using my magic to psychically summon the townspeople to come out with their overdue books. I love it. Dear townspeople, if you would like to avoid a big late fee, return your overdue library books here to me. For I'm the beautiful potato, and I'm speaking to you in your heads. Hey! <laughs> potato, I heard you in my head. 
Here, I'm so sorry. I have dozens of overdue library books. My bad, Terry. Me too. Thank you, beautiful potato. You've saved the library. How can I ever show my gratitude? There is no need. I promise to be your sole magical vegetable protector. Huzzah! Even if that means I don't have time to make any personal connections, because who needs friends? Am I right? And that's why I made a second promise that if another magical vegetable were to enter the town, I would immediately melt it down and or boil it so that it could be eaten by all of you fine townspeople. That part was always a little confusing to me, but hey, I'm not complaining. Yes, besides, what are the chances that we would be visited by another magical vegetable? <laughs> Did someone say another magical vegetable? <gasps> it's a giant carrot. I've been traveling for many days, and I was hoping to have a nice rest in your little town. That is, if I'm welcome. Uh, I feel I must inform you that there is a rule in this town that if a second magical vegetable enters it will be melted or boiled and eaten by the townspeople what i know it's surprising i don't know what to say if those are the rules then who am i to question it all right do what you must time to melt you Actually, would you give me just a minute? I need to mull this over in the form of a musical interlude in my head. You understand. Oh, sure. Take your time. Okay, back in a jiff. I'm the beautiful potato, using magic all day long, helping townspeople solve problems, but what about my own? It would be nice to have a friend, someone on whom I could depend, or with whom I could try out some new activities, like painting or making matzo ball soup or even archery. Do these people even know that my real name is Olivia? No, because I never told them. But that all changes today because I'm the beautiful potato. And I'm ready now to make a friend. Carrot, you can stay. Yay! And I'll tell you why. Oh, no need, Potato. You sang that whole song magically in our heads. Oh, whoops. The end. <laughs> All right, Scouts, fall in line and let's close up our chatterboxes and put them in our pockets for now. It's time to give our full attention to our human guests and get Human Skill Day in motion. Thank you, Troop Leader Reg. Just one quick question. Is there any specific human skill we should be teaching or... Nope. Any human skill will do. <laughs> the only ones I know are eating with hands and uh, hailing a taxi cab. Hailing a taxi cab? Long story. All right, then, let's just get to it and see how much we can cover. Wait, Megan, do you think you could get us into a skills learning montage song? Baby with a mustache, I've wanted you to ask me that my entire life. Here we go. We're learning human, ha, 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 human skills. Yeah, where we're going, you, you don't need your skills. Fish Scouts, let's start. Stay! 
Fish guts line up. <laughs> Skill number one. We're drinking out of a cup. See, like this. We You've almost got it. Just a little more. It's nearly perfect. But who's keeping score? We're, we're learning human, ha, 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 human skills. Yeah, where we're going, you, you don't need your skills. Fish scouts say what? What? Fish scouts say who? Hell? We're learning sneezing. For skill number two. Achoo! See? Wait, You've almost got it. You're nearly there. Before you know it, You'll be seizing real air. We're learning human, ha, 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 human skills. Yeah, where we're going, you, you don't need your skills. All right, now double time. You ready for a speed round? Buckle up now, buttercup. What we're learning here is profound. To brush your teeth, go over and underneath. To clap your hands, one meets the other soon as it lands. To knock your knees, pretend they're blown in by a strong breeze. To wiggle your toes, imagine each is striking a pose. fish take to learning human skills so quickly. Probably because I've never had to teach a fish human skills. Well, I have. And let me tell you, Free Willy has nothing on you all. <laughs> I have to agree. And I've actually, oh, I've never been prouder of my scouts than I am today. Here's a human skill badge for everyone! <laughs> well, all right. I guess we'd better get going. Wait! Huh? I don't want to go yet. But we've taught them everything. Yeah, I truly have nothing else I can teach them. Unless they want to learn how to deal with a stomach full of sand. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. But seeing all these fish scouts get their badges made me realize that I want a badge too. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Well, here you go. No, no, no. I need to earn it, just like any other fish scout. But maybe with a mustache, you're already human. So I think you've sort of already gotten the hang of the human skills thing. Then teach me fish skills, all of the fish skills. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply.
Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Megan, my music montage, please. It's like the holidays all over again. We're learning fish scales off of a fishy scales. Yeah, where we're going, you'll need to find your gills. All right, let's start. Start. Line up, let's go. Go. Just use your fins. They'll help you find your flow to swim around. Don't let a single thing drag you down. To wag your tail, make sure you show up all of your scales. To eat some food. Go for stuff that's a bit pre-chewed. To chat with friends, you'll need a bubble message to send. Fish skills, fishy skills. Whoa, fish skills, fishy skills. Troop Leader Wretch, have I earned my badge now? To be honest, I think you all deserve badges for being such great honorary fish scouts today. So yes, here you go. A badge for each one of you. And since you expressed such interest, baby with a mustache, here is your very own fish scout sash for you to put all your badges on. My own sash! With this sash, you will always be a member of Fish Scout Troop 2648, no matter where you are in the world. Aww. Thank you so much. And thank you all for being such wonderful learners and teachers. I just have one last order of official Troop 2648 business to bring up. What's that? Should we do another human story? Yeah! Please, one more story. Yes. All right. Take it down just one human level, Rich. And here to introduce the story is the author. Perfect. Hi, my name is Sophia, and I'm nine years old. 
I live in California, and here's my story, what it feels like to be a ghost. Well, campers, it's time for a classic camp tradition, telling scary stories around the fire. Ooh. Who's got one? Billy, how about you go first? I can't think of a scary story, but I can identify different owls by their screeches. Ooh. What about you, Doug? I'm a little busy practicing for the camp-wide corn on the cob eating contest, and I eat to win. Well, that leaves you, Wendy. Um, pass? Wendy, I noticed you were pretty quiet all day. If you think you've got a scary story, we'd love to hear it. Because the rest of the troops got nothing. Come on, Wendy, your only hope. Well, I guess I could tell a scary story about a ghost. Ooh. Once upon a time, there was a ghost named Wendy. Hey, that's kind of like Wendy. Shh. One foggy morning, Wendy was floating around the graveyard where she lived with her mom, Scarcy. Morning, Mom. Good morning, Wendy. I was just reading the Ghoul Street Journal. Scares are up, but frights are down. Oh, well, it's still good to be a ghost. Ooh, here come some human beings. Mom, do you really have to scare... Just another beautiful morning patrolling the graveyard with my favorite co-worker, Frank. Hey, Frank. Best job on earth. And I get to hang out with my good pal, Lester. Nothing could ruin this moment. <laughs> Mom, those human beings seemed really nice. Have you ever considered... Okay, here we go again. Making friends with human beings. Wendy, you know very well that ghosts don't have friends. Now, I've got to go to work. I'm haunting a new house this week, and there's no attic. It's a total nightmare. Do me a favor and stay in the graveyard today where it's nice and lonely. Bye, sweetie. Well, I guess I'll start another long day of floating around in the graveyard totally alone. Ghosts are meant to be alone and not supposed to dream. But still I wish that I had friends like a human being. Why is the thing that I can't have the thing that I want? What it feels like to be a ghost. Wow, Wendy, I had no idea you could spin a yarn like this. So, you guys like the story so far? Yes! <laughs> but you know, this story isn't very scary. Dog. Dog. It's powerful. Ooh, oh, yes, I agree. I gotta know what happens next to Wendy. Oh, uh, I mean, Wendy. Okay, after a lonely morning in the graveyard, Wendy decided to fly somewhere that's famously filled with human beings, New York City. Wow, here I am in New York City. Maybe with a little determination, I can make my dream of human friendship come true. Ooh, here comes a human being now. If only someone could point me in the direction of Broadway. A wicked start at eight, and I'm supposed to be in it. Ooh, me, I know. It's that way. Whoa, a gust of wind just blew off my wig. Now I'm lost and bald. Oh, the life of a performer is filled with humiliation. 
Ugh, I'm so unscary that humans see right through me. Oh, well, here comes another human being. Yeah, do you like live comedy? Oh, I do. Do you like live comedy? Uh, me, over here. Does no one here like live comedy? I said I oh, do. Oh, the tickets to the show just blew away in the traffic because of that gust of wind. Now no one will get to see live comedy. Huh, nothing's working. I know. I'll fly to a place where I know I'll find some friendly humans. The top of the Empire State Building! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the tippy top of the Empire State Building, a very tall building, just not officially so in any sense anymore. Please enjoy the incredible view while spending time with your close friends. Like we always say, the Empire State Building, the number one friend destination on a building that's tall but not officially tall for any reason anymore. Okay, I'm out of here. Sounds like I'm in the right place. Look, there's two tourists I could be friends with. <laughs> I'm so happy we did this best friends trip, Rhonda. Golly, I love being your friend. I love being your friend, Ricky. Nothing could ruin this moment. Boo! Well, that's what I came to ask you, Wendy. I thought you were going to stay in the graveyard today. I know, I know. I'll float home soon. Good. Oh, I gotta run. The open house begins in a few minutes, and those lights aren't going to ominously flicker themselves. Bye, sweetie! Making human friends is harder than I thought. My dream is never gonna come true, is it? Guess it's time to be alone and give up on my dream. I'm never going to have friends like a human being. Why is the thing that I can't have the thing that I want the most? This miserable feeling is what it feels like to be a ghost. She makes human friends eventually, right? Well, actually... I don't know what happens. What? I'm sorry, everyone. I guess I don't know what happens at the end because, well, the truth is, and I know this is going to come as a shock, but I kind of based Wendy on me. <gasps> I just really wanted to make friends. Wendy, you just told the best story ever on the first night of camp. Guys, call me corny, but I think we all just officially became friends. I'm proud of you, campers. Now, who wants s'mores? Woo! The end! Now, Lee speaks with the author. Sophia, you sent us your story, What It Feels Like to Be a Ghost, right? Yes. And do you believe in ghosts? I kind of believe in ghosts because one day when I was sleeping, the door opened and there's nobody opening the door. Oh, wow. What did you think when that door opened? I thought that there was a ghost there. And were you scared? Kind of. But kind of not? Yeah. Do you think that ghosts, if they exist, do you think they're kind of like Wendy in your story? Some are and some are not. So there's a lot of different kinds of ghosts. Yeah. What other kinds of ghosts are there? Scary ones and shy ones. Do you have any suspicions about which kind of ghost might have opened your door? A prankster ghost. 
<laughs> What's a prankster ghost? So it pulls pranks on people. And why would a prankster ghost do that? Scare people so they can make themselves laugh. What do you think they want? Probably all of them. They want to make a friend. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a time in your life when you felt like that? Like it was hard to make friends? Um, the beginning of school. At the beginning of school, you don't know anybody in your class. And so you're going, you're a little lonely and you have to try to make friends. Hmm. And when you feel like that, do you become a prankster? No. Do you become mean or shy? Kind of shy. Would you say that you're a shy person in general? Um, yes. When you're feeling lonely and you want to make friends, but you also know you're a little shy, what do you do? Uh, I get a little more used to being near all those people, and then I might get a little more confident to speak to them. So it's just about spending more time with them, it sounds like. Yeah. That is amazing. I'm not saying that that was a real ghost that opened the door to your room or not. But if that ever happened again, would you ever think about trying to make contact with the ghost? To talk to the ghost somehow? Mm, probably. Could we play a game where I pretend to be the ghost and you try to talk to me? Okay. Okay. Hello? Hello? Why did you open my door? I'm a prankster. I wanted to make you laugh. Well, it was kind of creepy. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it while you were asleep. Okay. Well, maybe you could help me do some pranks on others. Uh, I don't know. Come on, please. Fine. Yes! Let's go open some doors while people are sleeping. Um, okay. That was so fun. Thank you for doing that with me. Yeah. That was so good. Sophia, I really loved talking to you. Thank you for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Bye, Sophia. Bye. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. And a big thanks to today's authors, Zeke and Sophia. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids. Write us a story about two groups who have to work hard to understand each other. You know, like the way the Fish Scouts and the Story Pirates did. Tell us who the two groups are, why they're different, and what they have to learn about each other to find understanding. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next time. Bye! Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cabalon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Musical scoring for What It Feels Like to Be a Ghost by Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cabalon and Mahala Lawrence. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Emily Olcott, and Lee Overtree. 
This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Edie Gibson, Rachel Jarofsky, Peter McNerney, Joshua Nasser, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The song, What It Feels Like to Be a Ghost, was written by Emily Olcott and produced by Eric Gerson. The Fish Skills song was written by Mahala Lawrence and produced by Jack Mitchell. The Beautiful Potato song was written by Peter McNerney and produced by Jack Mitchell. Oh, hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. So, what's going on? Oh, you know, not much. I was just... Did you hear that? Hear what? Oh, no. It's the beautiful potato song. It found us. I thought you said you got rid of it. I thought I did. Quick, hide in this closet. It's almost here. Get in. (laughs) Okay, we'll be safe in here. We just have to stay quiet. I'm scared and hungry. Quiet. Sorry, I said. I know what you said. Is that... Shh. Quiet. Shh. Don't worry, it's just a song. And it doesn't know we're in here. It's right outside. I can hear it taking a well-supported breath. Oh, no. Oh, hi, beautiful potato song. We were just (laughs) eating dinner. Yeah, in... This closet, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's up? Beautiful 